Hi there, Greg Ficellia. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Next Big Thinker. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Here's what I would like to discuss on today's episode. If you are a member of a sales team, let's say there are 10 people on the sales team. You've heard of the 80-20 rule, correct? Wherein 20% of the salespeople are responsible for 80% of the sales. If you are on a team of 10 people, 10 or fewer, I, I guess, 8 to 10, does that ratio apply in your business as well? Is, is the 80 20 rule accurate in uh, the environment in which you work. Curious to know. It was, for me, the case most of the time. Um, And it's important to say that 20% of the salespeople don't generate It's not that they generate all of the revenue, but they do generate on a percentage basis, a greater percentage um, individually than the others do. Does that make sense? I don't know if my math is so good on that. But they're generally the sales leaders who qualify for the president's club, to deliver their number month in and month out, that sort of thing. So I guess, you know, it's also a measure of consistency, this 80-20 rule. Because certainly some of the others on the team can can do well, do do well, but just not as consistently at a high-performance level as that 20%. So what can you do if, you, if you're not in the 20% and you want to get there? What can you do to get into the 20%? Um, first of all, you have to decide that's what you want to do, right? You've got to decide that you want to do it and believe that you can do it. That's number one. You have to think about that. It's really um, there isn't anything really holding you back, right? It's a question of action and mindset, belief in yourself, and then of course you have to have the work ethic, and. That means, for example, when I lived in Southern California, I had the work ethic. So when I was working, I worked. And when it was time to play, I played. I knew some people who couldn't separate the two. When they were working, oftentimes they were playing and they struggled. So understanding that it's going to take a commitment uh, high performance takes a commitment to excellence, self-discipline, and 
a like, I don't know I, I you know I was gonna say self respect it that is part of it um, but really it's for me it was being able to put your head on the pillow at night and know that you did everything that you could that day to perform the duties of your job uh, and, and achieve above and beyond what your uh, what your number was at least that's the way I used to look at it so so how can you get into that 20% okay so deciding that you want to believing that you can having a little bit of a game plan uh, and then I suggest these next couple of steps. One, understand your business, your product very well. Know everything about it. You've heard that before, product knowledge. So that's important. You need to be an expert at what you do, what you sell. Um, part of that is, this is this is critical, knowing, knowing who you serve, who are the customers, who are the ideal customers for the product or service that you sell. The reason you need to know that is so there's a match. There's a match between your product knowledge, your expertise, and taking it to the people that it is, that it best serves your product or service best serves because those people once you or companies once you make the case if you know they are the ideal customer and your product or service is designed for them they're the ones who are uh, in the they're the ones who are most likely to say yes if you're, you know, if you're you're dealing with customers who might be a good fit or who aren't a good fit, and you're putting too much of your time in in spending too much of your time with those customers, and, and a lot of salespeople do, and, and I, you know, even if they want to say yes, they can't because they aren't the right customer, they can't afford it, you know, those types of things. Don't waste your time on those opportunities. And sometimes it's fear. It's confusing activity with results. And just because you're talking to people doesn't mean you're going to get the results. Having a conversation with the right people is how your chances of generating the results that are expected of you and that you are, uh, you know, personally that you want to uh, make happen, want to achieve. So that's, that to me is, is really a key one. Know your product, know the customer it's created to serve. Go share. Once you know that, Go find those people and share it with as many of them as you can. Then in a sense, it almost becomes a numbers game. Share it with as many people as you can. 
Now, some of you are fortunate to have companies that do all of this for you, right? They, they make sure you're trained, they deliver, uh, they're created to serve a niche and they have a marketing uh, and promotion uh, team or advertising, however you want to put it, that will go out and find those leads for you and put you in front of them, actually make your appointments. That is, that's awesome. I always found, for the most part, that uh, I mean that's like to me that's like that's like gold mine. All you have to all you have to focus on is just going out and selling. Sometimes the commission rate isn't as high, or there's a base salary, and you have to you'll earn a bonus based on certain metrics. I liked the uncapped. Uh, you know, you had to do a little bit more thinking. Uh, it had to do a little, maybe work a little bit harder to get in front of the right people, but the payoff was worth it to me. So, those are some of the, those are some of the key things. And then, of course, the next, the next thing is you have to take action. Um, you have to be willing to uh, separate yourself from the crowd. There's a saying, Rolo May is his name, R-O-L-L-O, May, M-A-Y. He had or a quote. He said, the opposite of courage is not fear, but it is conformity. Let me double check that. I may not be saying that properly, but the opposite of courage is fear. Is that? It's a really, it's a really, it's it's a good, it's a good. The opposite of courage in our society is not cowardice. It is conformity. Do not be a conformist. Resist conformity, not for the sake. Of resisting, but rather to embrace, to be courageous. You have to be courageous. Here's the hard part you have to be courageous every day. It is the hard part. You have to be courageous every day. Now, I wish I, if I was reading from a checklist here, I would repeat. But it is, okay. Make a decision that you're going to be in the 20%. Decide you're going to be in the 20%. Believe you can be in the 20%. Understand your product. Understand your, your ideal customer. Go out and talk to as many of those customers as you can. Every day. Not be a conformist. Be courageous. The opposite of courage is not cowardice. It's conformity. You do not want to conform. You want to be courageous to succeed and excel. You can do this in a powerful way. You can set an example. You can lift up 
uh, your teammates this way. Uh, you'll be asked to talk at sales conferences or regional meetings. You'll be recognized as an achiever. And, and now, then it's time to begin to learn how to be a leader and potentially at some point a manager. It's time to start thinking of those things. So what's the bottom line in all this? Salesmanship to me is about embracing being courageous, having control over your time and income, having fun, being a leader, leading others, guiding others, being an example, making money. So that's what I have for today. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast if you like it and share it with others. I appreciate your listenership and look forward to bringing you another episode of the Next Big Thinker podcast. Thank you. Thank you.